Hi, I'm Renee Rochelle, the founder and president of One True Match. I'm here to help you find and cultivate the love of your life. For over a decade, I've dedicated my life to the importance, purpose, and dynamic of human relationships. My team and I are disciplined by faith, love, and integrity to help our clients find the quality relationship they've always dreamt of. Each week, I will be sharing the tools and tips I've learned that have rooted my success as a matchmaker with other leaders around the world. Hello, loves. Welcome back. We are so excited. I have Connie here with me, as um, always, which is one of, I have to, I should not preface this. I was going to say, we don't We love interviewing everybody. We really, really do. I do. Um, but <laughs> I also love when we have topics that are written in from our audience. So thank you so much for this next topic. It's always fun. I feel like then we actually are talking to people and not just ourselves. Um, so this next topic that we are going to talk about today is Get your head out of your feet. <laughs> your phone. So um, it is so important that we spend time actually human interacting with another person to get a romantic relationship started and lasting. It is ridiculous. I mean, I know we're in, you know, the generation where our phones are important. Social media is important. I mean, all of this is important, right? I mean, we know the importance of it because sometimes we have to, you know, take the pictures even when we don't want it. So we know the importance of it and how powerful social media is. But it is ridiculous how it affects friendships, relationships, and most of all, married couples and dating. It Yes, it is destroying. Yes. And because these- like when the minute somebody's on your phone, let's be honest. I mean, you're really good in the majority, I guess, of everybody other than me is really good at multitasking. <laughs> but if my phone, my if I am looking down at a phone, I don't know why I didn't get the skill. I don't know understand why I got the short end of the stick of this. <laughs> I cannot multitask. So if I'm looking down at a phone and I am reading something or I am texting. I don't know what that person in front of me is saying. Well, and the odds are, right. even if you can multitask, like me. I'm kidding. Well, I'm not kidding. I can. <laughs> I'm joking. Not fair. Um, but even if you can multitask, you're not truly taking in what the other person's saying, right? Oh. Even when I say to you, oh yeah, I'm listening, but I'm doing something at the same time. For business, we've got to do that, right? We can't. Sometimes I have to do two things at once because there's not enough hours in the day. But <laughs> if there is someone either on a date or a relationship or your friends and they're talking to you about something important, you should not have your phone in sight. It should be flipped over. And some people may disagree with this because people say, oh, if your phone's flipped over, you know, you're being secretive. No, it's because you want to be truly present in that moment. It's so true. I mean, with anything, like our role at the house is always like no phones at the table at dinner time because that's where you really want to connect. And you want to still have that skill set of like, actual social conversations about your day and life and everything else. And so, you know, one of the biggest reasons we're bringing this up is because I feel like so many times people don't get off their phone to actually go on a date. They spend more time judging individuals that are on like whatever their social media has or says, or, you know, like a text and they're overanalyzing it, or they have all these, you know, I mean, we just did something on like your past triggers and stuff like that. And, you know, the reality of it is, is like, we've got to like put the phone down and actually talk to somebody face to face, you know, and, and connect with them and like learn about them. And because what people put online, I can't tell you, I mean, we interview hundreds and thousands of people 
on a very regular basis. And so there are so many times, like I have a perfect example of a couple right now that we introduced that not everybody on my team, you were not, but there was a couple of people that were judgmental about the profile and, and, and the online presence and everything else. And I'm like, Hey, you know what? There's some humanality out there. We still don't know. No, we want you to be safe because yes. at the end of the day, the reality of us, there are crazy people out there. And it's for yeah. sure. Social media is scary in some degree. Yeah. So you want to be wise. You want to be safe. You want to be smart. Never just meet with somebody immediately, like after like you exchange a text or, or you know, or whatever. I mean, of course, unless we've introduced them <laughs> to you because we've obviously already verified them. We've qualified them. We've certified them. We've background checked and everything else. But you know, the reality of it is, is like so many people are like, well, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. And it's like, well, how do you know until you get off of your phone and you don't spend all of your energy and time just trying to like find things that they post. So where I'm actually going with this one comment is this couple that like now they're happily talking. And the reality of it is, is everybody's like, well, I don't know. Like it's all he's that person seems very vain. They're like into themselves because they've done so many posts. The reality of it is, is that person was just building a business and they were creating like a, a, a presence to help grow. And in today's day and age, you kind of have to do that. If you're an entrepreneur, you're a business, you know, you need to do that in today's day and age. It's not like vain, even though it feels like it. I mean, yeah. all the time I say, oh, we, it feels vain. But you always say, why do we stop to keep taking photos? It's because the world we live in and we understand that. But it's also like, don't just, I mean, if you just judged us, say, by our podcast and our, you know, social media. You think we want to sit in front of the camera all day, every day. And let me tell you, we do not. So that's also the amount <laughs> work. It's a lot of effort. I got to just say, <laughs> it's like, a, but you know, also, you know, we love connecting with people. Yeah. So we love that interaction. So we also feel like that's important to do. And so really what we're saying with this is like, stop judging the world that you see on a regular, almost too much basis on your phone and put it down and be present. And, you know, obviously do your due diligence to make sure somebody's safe, secure, and you can trust them and and have a couple texts and a couple messages. But then we also find sometimes like our clients are actually even like, we have to coach them to say, okay, it's been two, three weeks. Why are you not getting on a plane and meeting this person? Because like, it always says, but I was like, time is money. So yep. if you're having great phone calls and you're like connecting after a couple of couple hour phone calls here and there, there should be that buildup of like a FaceTime and then go, go interact in person. Yeah. And you know what is my biggest pet peeve is, I mean, we all know time is very, very valuable. And if you snooze, you are going to lose. And it sounds terrible. And that might sound maybe a little bit mean, but if you're snoozing, so you're speaking to someone for three weeks, for four weeks, and you still haven't made that commitment to take them out, to go on a date, to do this, someone else can snatch that person up. And I hate to say it, but yeah, they could be the Like here today, gone tomorrow. Yeah. Like I always say, you like. the grocery store and they are gone because that could be the right person. And someone actually told me this and I, I they're like, you probably won't agree because you're a matchmaker to all, to all, the, in, uh, to all extents. But they said it's timing. Everything is about timing, which we already say, you know, we say that all the time, but they were like, do you truly believe that someone has met the right person before in their life, but it's just not the right time? And I was like, absolutely. So if you snooze, you're going to lose. So go out on that day. Or, I mean, what have you got to lose if you are having a great conversation, have a couple conversations, meet in person, because then you either bite in the butt if it doesn't go well, 
or it continues to move forward. And I think that that's one thing. People are too busy talking on their phone. It makes it so much, I mean, I understand in some ways because it's nervous, it's scary to go on these first dates, but they live through a relation, like a texting relationship. Like, yes. why? Why yes. do that? Like how many of our 20 to, you know, younger age demographic, do we have to like kind of coach them to, to have a conversation and having big topic conversations over text? Like, no, don't do it. Like it sounds, and maybe this sounds simple, but you'll be surprised of how many people, like even people out there who are single and you might even be listening to this and be like, I have done that. Or I'm, yeah, I've been talking about those big topic conversations, or I thought it's easier to text. Even picking up the phone is a little better um, when it comes to getting your head out the phone. But even still, like you can see each other in person. That way you can hear a voice. And I, you know, one thing I say, or people will say to me, which I've taught myself because none of us know anything really when we come obviously into this world. And, but, you know, it's so important that you articulate your enunciation, your spirit, your energy and all the things. And um, because that also makes something exciting, Um, you know, and so it's, it's so important that you're also practicing good communication skills because the next step after good texting is to get on that phone call. And if you're somebody, and we did a podcast on this, obviously, but like, if if you talk flatline, (laughs) yeah, that's as flat as the conversation is going to go. So like, if you have energy and you have spirit and you have spunk and you have excitement in your voice, like anybody's Mm going to be more engaged to listen longer, to actually want to meet. So that also lies in you. And you know, that's something that I tell you, people don't say it enough. And I know maybe it's easier for us because our job is to also like when things aren't right and it's not a right match. And we know there's somebody better if they're critiquing somebody so hard and so harsh on like the littlest, biggest, maybe the littlest details that we're also like, okay, this isn't your person. But like at the end of the day, it's also easy. I tell everybody it's important to almost say and give constructive criticism in a positive way because you're only helping that person to also have closure and to also have clarity of why it didn't work out. Like yeah. maybe it was just like, you know what? You sounded like a great person. And, I, you know, whether, I mean, I, I encourage you to do it over the phone, but I also understand like through a text message, you don't know how somebody else is going to take it or respond. So read it through many times before you like just break it off with somebody. But giving that closure of, you know, like you seemed like you had it a lot, but like when we got on the phone, you flatlined. You know, yeah. there was like no passion behind it. Whereas for I was reading, you know, your bio and there was like all this passion. It's like, and then it just flatlined. Yeah. And maybe they were just nervous. And then maybe, you know, those are the moments of like a missed opportunity because you never gave somebody a chance. But if you brought it from the beginning and you're listening to this and you like, were like, wait, this is what my problem is. Hopefully you're going to find this helpful. Um, And I think the other thing too, is like, we all know, we all, we all know this, but do we actually do it? Is how many times do we get online and then just not online, but like on our phones and we, you know, scroll through all people's lives and post and things like that. Like, I love looking at things that are exciting. Like, I know you're into travel, you know, I'm trying to get a little, you know, I'm getting venturing out now that you're having a little bit more time things (laughs) like that. But it's also like, that's positive. That's exciting. Opposed to just looking through people's lives to just also feel like you're comparing yourself to them. And you're like, oh, I want this. I want that. I want... And then you start just going down this rabbit hole of depression yeah. that's just making you feel like you're not good enough or you can never compete and you're never going to have that. And it's like this negative, like just it's just negative energy that just drains you and drains you and drains you. So 
like I know, which I love is I have, you know, and if you've never done this before and I'm a little bit new to it because I was like, hey, this is a game changer is like you actually on your phone. I mean, I have an iPhone, so I don't Android. I'm sure there's some type of form of this where, to like where you put your phone in like sleep mode or whatever it is. Yes, I've actually I've started doing that. And I'm like, it's massive because like after, yeah. you know, I, I, I used I to have that for like 10 o'clock. Like I literally started doing this like three weeks ago. I'm like, why don't I do it at seven o'clock? When I literally yeah. like I love and I can still you can still look at your phone because I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, like I don't want the world to think I you know you have kids, you gotta have to be a little bit worried in those regards. <laughs> but I was also like, but I pick and choose to look at it. And so like after seven o'clock, I'm also not bombarded with all of the little bit, you know, things that you you have to <laughs> have boundaries in that regards too. And it's like literally I'm boundary away from my phone because we're on our phones all day long for obviously what we do and work and everything else. Yeah. And I couldn't agree more with that. So I, it's funny, I started doing it too. And, um, it suggested on my phone and I was like, I have already self-control. It's fine. I don't need to, I don't need to put those things on. Right. Well, guess what I do. And now I do. It's the best thing ever. I, even the other night I was like, I looked at my phone in the morning and I was like, oh, I didn't reply to that. And I was like, but did they really need an answer right then? No, no, no. Exactly. no. So sure. <laughs> there's boundaries in place where you have to. And it sounds, I mean, some of these things seem really, really like ridiculous. And it's probably the same with like, oh, social media do so. But so many people, I mean, we connect with people every single day. And like mainly people like are like, oh, you guys are connectors. That's another basically word for a matchmaker in some degree. And people will be like oh yeah I'm just feeling down in the dumps because of this or because I've seen this on Instagram or because I only you know I spend so many hours on Instagram looking at all these married couples and I'm not a married couple and daddy daddy da. so if you don't set your bound your own boundaries you are not going to get out of those bad habits I mean I in all statistics that you read like we're in a generation where all of us are addicted to our phones I mean even we can put our hands up there. To some degree, we're addicted to our phones. Yeah. So put those boundaries in place. And however silly it sounds, like do it. Or even if you, I mean, maybe don't turn your phone off if you have like kids and stuff. But if you can, turn your phone off for like an hour in the morning or put that do not. Or I've learned if I'm going to shut my phone off, then all the people that matter or anywhere around my daughter, I give the like important emergency contact people, yeah. the FYI, that I am like off the grid for an hour to yeah. like self-meditate, to spend time with God, to do whatever you need to do to self-improve. And I think one of the things like in life, we're always trying to become our best version of ourselves and self-improvement and development. The reality of it is, is like, get your head out of your phone. Yeah. That is like the best therapy right there. And that is tr- the word therapy and just doing these small little steps. You're going to be like, wow. You know, I'm really impressed. Maybe I didn't need to go to therapy three times this week and I only had to go two because I put some easy, simple boundaries to get my head in the world instead of this fake world that we live on social media because it is really hard to be in. And unless it doesn't influence you, like I always say, people call the words influencers, you know, on Instagram and people are like, oh, that's so silly. Well, guess what? They're the only people I follow because they influence me. Like when I said, like they, they motivate you yeah, in a positive yeah. way or way to like be your best version of yourself. Now that's when it's good to be in your phone, obviously. Or when you're like, you just met that person. It's like so exciting. And people will say, oh, well, I don't want to text too much or that's too much. Or I don't really know yeah. how much is enough. And I'm like, happy medium. <laughs> right. Well, but I mean, the reality of it is too, if somebody's texting you back equally as much as you're texting back, go with it. You're both interested. Yeah. Obviously keep texting. But then the point of it is, is and also get into practice, getting off that phone, getting together, getting at least, or like, even if you have the phone to your head and it's a dial, a speaker, like 
you're at least communicating in a yeah. way off of like the text messaging that like just at some point gets really confusing or sometimes people just don't know how to read things and I'm like I need you to pick up the phone and have a conversation yeah seriously and even in work relationships we really have to do this sometimes if we'll go out to happy hour or go out to a dinner or something together and we're like oh we've really got to put our phones away and it sounds silly yes. but and that's how we meet people yeah and when our heads are not in the and so like if you're out there and you're going somewhere you're like and you're on your phone all the time and I know we all have that tendency of like oh my gosh, I have to get something done in like this fast pace of this world or like, I don't want to look like I I have nothing to do. But I mean, there's times I will put myself into practice because we're in the line of work that we're into. And I, and you know, I mean, as extroverted as I am, I'm also like, but I have people I need to respond to and I'm sitting here and I'm waiting on somebody that's late and everything else. And I'm like, those are the moments where I'm like, all right, be with God, be with the people and just be present. And if it's just staring at somebody until they talk to you because you're just like, I need somebody to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it has to be a long awkward silence, I mean, make it happen. Yeah. Like, I mean, just talk to the, talk to the server, talk to whoever, just make yeah. conversation, like get in practice of being off your phone. Cause I think the problem is in today's world or we're just losing the ability to have that connection and conversation. And that is the reason why so many people are so quick to judge individuals because they're losing that social grace of communication. Yeah. And it's so easy when we're feeling awkward to pick up our phone. Like there's so many times on dates, they'll be like, Oh, pick up, just check your phone, just check your phone. And it is, it's a habit of ours, but please, please, please don't do it. It's a really, I hate to say it, it's an ugly trait and it could be a deal breaker to a lot of people. And especially, you know, people who are successful in their life, who have worked very hard to get these boundaries in place. So don't be a fool and pick up your phone on a date. Yeah. And I know so many times like when people on dates are like, well, I pulled the phone out because, you know, I was trying to show a photo or I wanted to Google something or show somebody what was going on, which I get that. I get that. But try to have conversations that don't involve your phone and showing a bunch of photos. And because at the end of the day, I can't tell you how many times people, they go through their photos and they're like, oh, wait, I didn't mean to show that photo of me and my ex or this is the other woman or this and the other man. And da, da, da. it's like, oh, why did we even pull out the phone? Like, yeah. like when you <laughs> date, text whoever's your emergency contact if something goes wrong or whatever. Yeah. If you're a guy, put it in your jacket. Hopefully you have a jacket on. Oh, I should have a jacket on for the first date. Just saying. Anyways. Put it in your pocket. You don't have a jacket because it's more casual of a place. Or, and, you know, for women, stick it in your purse. Like, yeah. just put or that leave it in the car. And I, I mean, it's also. But not out stuff. where somebody's going to break into your car. But people do it all the time. Or they'll say they meet them in the grocery store and they go out on a date and then they look over on their phone and they see the Tinder app or the Bumble app or oh. some of that. Like, do not do it. Like, I think opening up your phone on a date is just straight up room forever yeah room forever and the reality <laughs> of it is after you go on a date don't pull up any apps even if it didn't go well I think it's a really important valuable lesson to spend time as Christians to reflect on that date yeah. prayerfully pray for maybe that other person that interaction be grateful that yeah. you had that time with somebody else that you met another brother or sister in Christ if it wasn't a match think about you know thanking them regardless if you ever want to see them again but for yes. a wonderful time mm-hmm. and also conclude it if you're really not interested but give it a little bit of time to thank you don't have to respond like 20 seconds after you get to your car but like thank you so much for the day I'm definitely not interested good luck like, no, you could just like say, you know, it was wonderful meeting you. I think we had quality conversation. I really enjoyed what we discussed. You know, I think that we'd be 
better as friends. And if there's any way I can help you and whatever it is you guys talked about or something like that, do that. But the reality of it is anytime I think you go on a date with somebody is then pick up your phone in a good way to respond in a positive light, because I can't tell you how many people then something has come from that. That's God doing their work for each interaction that you have with each human that you connect with off of your phone. Yeah. And you'll be surprised if you don't interact right away because some people may feel like bummed or disappointed or defeated after a day. If you don't text them right away and you end up texting them a day later or two days later, maybe, maybe not two days, maybe just a day. Or even say you go in the night in the morning, you say, hey, it was a great date, but I just don't think it's a match. That other person has time to also calm down, to speak to one another and be like, yeah, I agree. But if we see each other again, great. Or who knows? I mean, I have this connection for your job. Da 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 da. Like you never know what can come out of it when you're not instantly like, I need to go on my phone. Like right, and you're not thinking about already the next date, and you're focusing on the date that's in front of you. Because I think that's the other thing that happens is people don't give each other enough time, mm-hmm. which sometimes takes a couple of days, a couple more conversations yeah. to really connect. Which is again getting your head. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I love okay. that. <laughs> Um, thank you to one of our audience that wrote this in and asked that question and said, like, you know, I mean, the problem is too many people are on phones and I see that in dating. And, and so- it is a problem. So all of us need to change it in some way or another. Right. We're saying we're just started boundaries. We, you know, we're doing better as even if you're even if you're married and you're listening to this, like everyone needs to make it a point to have less phone time on iPhones and I'm sure they do on Androids and whatever. It tells you how much time you use. Terrifying. When you go and look at that, that's enough to make you hold off your phone a little bit. Like do the things that make you kind of feel disappointed. And accountable for it too. I know because life is precious. We only have so much time that God only knows. And so it's so important that we value those human connections and we instill this in our kids so that they're also doing it and we get them in a rhythm and practice because they are our future. So anyways, we are going to have to run. We hope you have found this beneficial and helpful and we can't wait to hear your next testimony and stories from the littlest words that God puts in us to share with you. So have a blessed day and we can't wait for our next talk. Bye guys. It's been another great talk on this episode of One True Talks by Renee Rochelle. I look forward to our next chat. Please write in your questions and comments so I can be sure to talk about whatever it is you want to discuss in our next upcoming episode. Lots of love. God bless. XOXO.